Well, I'll, I'll just. Does anybody have? Okay, I'll just read it. He who brought the treasure of divine love and who was filled with compassion and mercy, where has such a personality as Srinivas Acharya gone? I always have to be reminded that it's Narottam singing to his contemporary Srinivas. Where are my Surup Damodar and Rupa Goswami? Where is Sanatan? Where is Raghunath Das, the savior of the fallen? Where are my Raghunath Bhatt and Gopal Bhatt? And where is Krishna Das Kaviraj? Where did Lord Garanga, the great dancer, suddenly go? I will smash my head against a rock and enter into fire. Where will I find Lord Garanga, the reservoir of all wonderful qualities? Being unable to obtain the association of Lord Garanga, accompanied by all of these devotees, in whose association he performed his pastimes, Narottam Das simply weeps. So as Mother um, Sandamani said this morning, bittersweet, bittersweet day. Um, that it was, and remembering it, it is. Uh, one devotee who was in Prabhupada's room uh, at the time of his departure had a nice remembrance. Actually, it was Bharadraj Prabhu, the great Kirtaniya. And uh, I said, when Prabhupada left, it, it was, uh, at least this was his memory. It, when Prabhupada left, we didn't, somehow it was so mystical because he entered more deeply into our hearts when he left this world. He entered into all of our hearts, and it became uh, crystal clear that Prabhupada wasn't just available for the people who were close to him, but he was, he was more available in his Vani expansion, which entered into all of our hearts. So I want to tie in a little bit about Srila Prabhupada at the end of the class, and then of course we'll have homages later on. So I'm going to do this. It's Srimad Bhagavatam. So first we'll sing. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. 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 Reading from the Srimad Bhagavatam, can't show. A translation commentary by Srila Prabhupada, Canto 3, The Status Quo. Chapter 13, The Appearance of Lord Varaha. Today's text 47. Satyam Bhagavan Urvim. Satyam Bhagavan Urvim. Vishvaksena Prajapati. Vishvaksena Prajapati. Rasaya lila yonitam, Rasaya lila yonitam, Apsunyasya yayao harahi, Apsunyasya yayao harahi, Sayatam bhagavan urvim, Sayatam bhagavan urvim, 
Vishwaksena Prajapati Vishwaksena Prajapati Rasaya Lilayonitam Rasaya Lilayonitam Apsunya Siriyaoharihi Apsunya Siriyaoharihi Satyatam Bhagavan Urvin Satyatam Bhagavan Urvin Vishwaksena Prajapati Vishwaksena Prajapati Rasaya Lilayonitam Rasaya Lilayonitam Apsunyasya Yaoharihi Apsunyasya Yaoharihi Saitam Bhagavan Urdi Saitam Bhagavan Urdi Vishwaksena Prajapati Vishwaksena Prajapati Vasaya Lilayon Nitam Vasaya Lilayon Nitam Apsunyasya Yaoharihi Apsunyasya Yaoharihi Satyam Bhagavan Satyam Bhagavan Urdhi Vishwaksena Prajapati Rasaya Lilayonitam Rasaya Lilayonitam Apsunyasya Yayawari Apsunyasya Yayawari Ladies Saritam Bhagavan Urdhim Vishwaksena Prajapati Rasaya Lilayonitam Apsunyasya Yayavarehi Word for word, Saham He That's with a capital H Ittam In this manner In this manner Bhagavan Bhagavan The personality of Godhead The personality of Godhead Urvim Urvim the earth. The earth. Vishvaksenaha. Vishvaksenaha. Another name of Vishnu. Another name of Vishnu. Prajapatihi. Prajapatihi. The Lord of the living entities. The Lord of the living entities. Rasayaha. Rasayaha. From within the water. From within the water. Lilaya. Lilaya. Very easily. Very easily. Unitam, 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 raised, raised, apsu, apsu, on the water, on the water, nyasya, nyasya, placing, placing, yayao, yayao, return to his own abode, return to his own abode, harihi, harihi, the personality of Godhead, the personality of Godhead. Translation in this manner, this is Maitreya wrapping up. 
the chapter. In this matter, the personality of Godhead, Lord Vishnu, the maintainer of all living entities, raised the earth from within the water, and having placed it afloat on the water, he returned to his own abode. Please repeat, in this manner. In this manner. The personality of Godhead Lord Vishnu. The personality of Godhead Lord Vishnu. The maintainer of all living entities. The maintainer of all living entities. Raised the earth from within the water. Raised the earth from within the water. And having placed it afloat on the water. And having placed it afloat on the water. He returned to his own abode. He returned to his own abode. Shri Prabhupada's purport. The personality of Godhead, Lord Vishnu, descends by his will to the material planets in his innumerable incarnations for particular purposes. And again, he goes back to his own abode. When he descends, he is called an avatar, because avatar means one who descends. Neither the Lord himself nor his specific devotees who come to this earth are ordinary living entities like us. Om Ajnana Timurandasya Gyananjana Salakaya Chakshurun Bilitam Yena Tasmai Shri Gaurave Namaha I was born in the darkest ignorance and my spiritual master is opening my eyes with the torch of knowledge. I offer my respectful obeisances unto him. So what's the run-up? I, 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 I always give titles to my notes. So I, I gave the title Lord Bore Avatar uh, because Prabhupada chose to focus on that uh, fact about Lord Bore. Not an ordinary boar, he's an avatar of God. So in the run-up, what happened? Lord Varaha, he saved his wife, Mother Earth, from her fall into the Garbhodak Sea, fell into the lower regions of the universe. And then, after that, the sages were so astonished uh, that they just praised, they praised the Lord, praised the Lord for about ten verses. And very eloquent prayers. That was 35 to 45. And now starting yesterday with the verse uh, Prabhu did, text 46, uh, we have Maitreya wrapping up uh, the chapter. And Maitreya is describing Lord Varaha's departure. And then starting tomorrow, 40, or Tuesday, I guess, or we're going to do another... Uh, Oh, Prabhu, you're doing. Yeah, so now with 48, 49, and 50, you get the, the Shruti fall, the benefit of hearing the pastime. And it's pretty, pretty amazing. So, Avatar, if you've read Teachings of Lord Titania, the first book published, this is the latest edition, many, many moons ago, 50 years ago this year, there's a whole chapter on avatars. Uh, because Lord Chaitanya instructed Sanatana Goswami so many things. And in chapter 8, avatars, Prabhupada identifies what avatars are, as he did here, one who descends. That's a kind of a de definition. 
The avatars. Lord Chaitanya continued explaining to Sanatana Goswami about Lord Krishna's avatars, which is the real word. We say in English incarnation, which is problematic because incarna, within flesh, doesn't really happen with Lord Krishna. Sambhavam Yatvama, he's coming by his own internal potency. Which are his expansions who come to the material creation. So one who descends. The word avatar means one who descends from the spiritual sky. In the spiritual sky, there are innumerable Vaikuntha planets. And from these planets, the expansions of the Supreme Personality of Godhead come into this universe. So the whole chapter is about avatars, but I chose selected uh, selections from the chapter. Here's another short paragraph. Because now Lord Chaitanya is focusing, or Prabhupada in the summary, is focusing on Leela avatars. Lord Varaha is a Leela avatar. There's many different kinds. There's Purusha, and there's uh, Leela, and Yuga, and Manvantara, and Shakyavesh, that's a Jiva. Lord Chaitanya next described the Leela avatars, or pastime incarnations. It's interesting word, pastime. How do we use it usually in America? It's like it's like a fun, yeah, like a fun uh, thing to do. <laughs> it's so, uh, I mean, the cosmic Lord bored, and he's doing this amazing thing. But for him, it's just no sweat. You know, it's it's walk in the park. We say right. So he's he's going in the depths of the universe picking up Mother Earth, and, uh, yeah, but it's a pastime. Next, describe the Leela avatars, or pastime incarnations. That's how Prabhupada translates Leela, pastimes. And of these, the Lord pointed out, there is no limit. Still, he has described some of them. For example, Matsya, in what form? Fish. Fish. Kurma. Tortoise. Tortoise. Uh, hmm. Raghunath, oh, Lord Ram. Yeah. yeah okay. So, the perfect king. Nrisinga. Lion. Vaman. Dwarf. Dwarf. And Varaha, the boar. Okay. So, what else? Okay, there's one more. Yes. So, yeah, this is how Prabhupada wraps up the chapter. Um, okay. Yeah, so it's all about pastime and avatars. It is said that all the pastimes of Krishna are eternal. Never end. Whereas our pastimes always, you know, like when I was growing up, the national pastime was baseball. Now it's been eclipsed by football. But uh, the game always came to an end, and the season always came to an end. And there was winners and there's losers. But in Krishna's leelas, there's no losers, really. Even the people who are killed get liberated. It is said that all the pastimes of Krishna are eternal, and this is confirmed in every scripture. Generally, people cannot understand how Krishna performs his pastimes. But Lord Chaitanya clarified this by comparing the performance of his pastimes to the orbit of the sun. sun. According to Vedic astrological calculations, the 24 hours of a day are divided into 60 dandas. That's a unit of time. 
The days are again divided into 3,600 palas. The sun disk can be perceived crossing the sky in steps of 60 palas each. And that time constitutes a dunya, just like when I do my <coughs> daily japa walk, when the sun comes up. And now it's, it's coming up later, right? So finally, like today, it was right at the corner of mountain and glen. Because before that, it was behind the houses, behind the trees. And then finally I hit uh, mountain and glen, and I looked to my left, and sure enough, It's coming up. And as I say the prayer, Yatschakshuresa, by the time I get to the end of the prayer, the sun is, is a little higher. So those little, yeah, there's, there's increments of motion of the sun, and they're scientifically described here as 3,600 palas. Okay. Eight dandas make one prahara, and the sun rises and sets within four praharas. So, prahara must be six hours. Similarly, four praharas constitute one night. Okay. There's more. And after that, the sun rises. And just, but the sun, it's shorter now for days and nights. And just as the sun can be seen in its movements through 3,600 palas, all the pastimes of Krishna can be seen in any of the universes. So, this is a very interesting analogy, just as the sun is appearing to different people positioned differently on the earth. So Krishna's pastimes are uh, seen differently by how he's, by his own sweet will, he's choosing to appear and disappear. Actually, he's always there, just, but because of, our, because of our restricted angle of vision on the planet earth. How often does Krishna come as Krishna? Once in a day of Brahma. Yeah, wow. 8 billion, 600 million years. So most of the appearances and disappearance for us are in all these different other kinds of avatars. Yoga, Leela, uh, Manvantara, all the, like that. So then Prabhupada, I think this is the last paragraph in the avatar chapter. Yeah, well, two. Lord Krishna remains in this universe for only, for only 100 25 years, yeah, because he comes to earth, and that's it for the universe. And when he comes to the universe, he chooses earth. But all the pastimes of that period are exhibited in each and every universe. I'm going to read that again. Lord Krishna remains in this universe for only 125 years. But all the pastimes of that period are exhibited in each and every universe. I think quite beyond, it's a chintya, as Prabhu <laughs> These pastimes include his appearance, the activities of his boyhood and youth, and his later pastimes. Mostly the later. Because Krishna was on the earth 125 earth years. He was, he was out of Vrindavan uh, early. So mostly his, his pastimes is, you know, Paritranaya Sadhanam, Vinayashaya Chanduskritam, outside uh, brunch. <coughs> and his later pastimes, including those at Dwaraka. Since all these pastimes are present in one or another of the myriad universes at any given time, that, that I can get, get. They are called eternal 
Just as the sun is eternally existing, although we see it rise and set, appear and disappear, according to our position on the earth, so Krishna's pastimes are eternally going on, although we can see them in this particular universe only at certain intervals. As stated earlier, Krishna's abode is the supreme planet known as Goloka Vrindavan, and by his will, this Goloka Vrindavan is manifested in this universe and in other universes as well. So when it's manifested to us, Goloka is called what? Goku. Right. Boma Vrindavan. Like Krishna's name, fame, and everything else directly connected to him, Goloka Vrindavan is absolute and is therefore equal to him. Thus the Lord is always in his supreme abode, Goloka Vrindavan, and by his supreme will his activities there are also manifested at particular places in innumerable universes. And whenever and wherever Krishna appears, he displays his six opulences. So, and that leads perfectly into the next chapter called The Opulences of Krishna, which is, uh, there's a whole chapter in the Gita devoted to that. What's the name of the chapter? Opulence of the Absolute. Right, Vibhuti Yoga. But before we, let's see, what's the order here? Okay, now first, before we go into that, we're going to look at uh, a Bhagavatam excerpt. This is leading up to the Mahavakya, the great utterance. Jiva Goswami says the great utterance of the Bhagavatam is... Right. That's the Mahavakya, that's the Parivasa Sutra, that's the, the shlok amidst all the 18,000 verses in the Bhagavatam. This, the other, they're all just expansions of this verse. So the verse before that verse, the Mahavakya is 1.3.28. Krishna is the source of all incarnations. Sutta Goswami... <coughs> says to the sages in Naimisharanya, O Brahmanas, the incarnations of the Lord are innumerable. So let me look at them. Yeah, avatara, are the incarnations. Kya they're on, without sankhya, you can't count them, are innumerable, like rivulets flowing from inexhaustible sources of water. Prabhupada writes, let's see. Yeah, I'm going to, Start from this part. Uh, the incarnation of the Lord in the Kali Yuga is Lord Chaitanya, who of course is the Avatari, the sources of all the other incarnations. There are many other places, both in the Bhagavatam and in other scriptures, in which the incarnation of the Lord as Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is explicitly mentioned. In the Brahma Sagita, also it is said indirectly, but although there are many incarnations of the Lord, such as Rama, Nursinga, Varaha, Vatsya, Korma, and many others, the Lord himself sometimes incarnates in person. The verse? Ramadi, that's everything else, all the others. Only Ram is mentioned. Govindamari Purusham Tamahang Bajami. Okay. Lord Krishna and Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu are not therefore incarnations, but the original source of all other incarnations. This will be clearly explained in the next shloka, which is the famous 
Oh, forgive me, it's two shlokas. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the Lord is the inexhaustible source for innumerable incarnations which are not always mentioned. So it says Krishna is the source of all, incarn all incarnations. So there's about 18, 19, 20, 21, or just around 20 incarnations mentioned. These are highlight highlights. Just like you might see amidst all the waves, you might see, a, oh, look, it's a hundred foot wave. <laughs> That's the Maha wave. But such incarnations are distinguished by specific extraordinary feats, which are impossible to be performed by any living being. That is the general test to identify an incarnation of the Lord directly and indirectly empowered. So when they're directly empowered, it's Abish, or it's rather it's uh, Shvamsa, and when they're indirectly, it's Vibhinamsa, when the living entity is empowered. Some incarnations mentioned here are almost plenary portions. For instance, the Kumaras are empowered with transcendental knowledge. Sri Narada is empowered with devotional service. Maharaj Prithu is an empowered incarnation with executive function. The Matsya incarnation is directly a plenary portion, so Lord Fish is full-fledged God. But playing, sporting in the waves, what did he do? What was his mission? Save the Vedas. Yeah. So the innumerable incarnations of the Lord are manifested all over the universes constantly, without cessation, as water flows constantly from waterfalls. So we did it before when I, we did a class like this, but let's see how many you can get this time. Remember, for chapter 10 of the Gita, I give you the, the run-up and you finish. Okay. Some of them are, are <coughs> tricky. Of the Adichas, I am Vishnu. Vishnu. Of lights, I am the radiant sun. Of the Maruts, I am Marichi. And among the stars, I am the, the moon. In an earlier edition uh, of the Gita, uh, it was not mentioned that, uh, that, that the moon is the only... Yeah, body, or yeah, only, what is it, among the stars, that there's only one sun, that all the bodies in the universe, including our moon, including what we call stars, they're all reflecting the light of the sun. It was controversial to our Western minds, so the editor, the first editor for the 72 Mac Gita, he didn't, he reworded it, and now it's been restored. Uh, let's see here, let's read that part. Among the stars, the moon is the most prominent at night, and thus the moon represents Krishna. It appears from this verse that the moon is one of the stars. Therefore, the stars that twinkle in the sky also reflect the light of the sun. The theory that there are many suns within the universe is not accepted by Vedic literature, because Krishna says, Nakshatra nam shashi, among the stars I am the moon. The sun is one, and by the reflection of the sun, the moon illuminates. So also do the stars, they also reflect. But not as powerfully as the sun. As Prabhupada says, uh, uh, with a reference to Chanakya, that uh, we, want, we want many moons, we don't want twinkling stars. <laughs> if I could have just one moon-like disciple, then uh, 
then I would consider my mission a success. The sun is one, and as by the reflection of the sun the moon illuminates, so also do the stars. Since Bhagavad Gita indicates herein that the moon is one of the stars, the twinkling stars are not suns, see, Prabhupada's underlining it, but are similar to the moon. This is called higher dimensional science from the supreme scientist Lord Krishna and his peer devotee. Of the Vedas, I am the... Sama. Sama. Isn't that great? That's where all the songs are, right? Yeah, and I mentioned in the, in the previous class too that when uh, when Prabhupada was speaking with John and Yoko and, and George, uh, that uh, John at one point said, but I don't suppose there's any tunes in the Vedas. <laughs> and immediately Prabhupada jumps in. Oh yes, there's a whole Veda full of songs, Samved. Then he starts singing. And you think he's singing the Sam Veda, but when you listen closely, what is he singing? Pallad's prayers in uh, seventh canto. <laughs> and it's all about the uh, the Matilda Krishna Paratakshvatova. He's goofing on. He's actually identifying John and Yoga. People with uncontrolled senses will never be able to understand. Pallad says to Tarenikashipu. And Danta Gopir, that's exactly, they were on heroin. Yes. When Prabhupada visited Tittenhurst. And Trier Kramaswami told me once too, he said, every time I passed John in the hall, his, his pupils were getting smaller and smaller. And he was getting so paranoid, because this is what happens when you get on this stuff. And he couldn't even look me in the eye, Trier Kram said, because he was so strung out. And the people, the people that everybody worships in Kali Yuga, right? Oh, that's... Uh. <clears throat> uh, of the demigods, I am Indra. Some of them are tricky because they're similar to other ones. The king of heaven. Of the senses, I am the... Mind. mind. Good. And in living beings, I am the... Living force. Living force, consciousness, yes. Of all the Rudras, I am... Lord Shiva, of the Yakshas and Rakshasas, I am the Lord of wealth, Kuvera. Let me, let me read it out then. Of the Vasus, I am fire, Agni. Bhishmadev is also a Vasu. And of mountains, I am Meru. No, Meru. See, it's tricky, isn't it? Because it's, it's coming up. The other, one's, the other one's coming up. Of priests, O Arjuna, nobody to be the chief. Prihaspati, right, the demigods, priests. Of generals, I am... And of bodies of water, I am... The ocean. Of the great sages, I am... Brigu. Good. Of vibrations, I am the... Of sacrifices, I am the... Chanting of the Holy Name. Isn't that great? What we're doing in the morning. Jagganam, Japa Jagosmi. It's actually the... Supreme sacrifice, giving your breath. And of immovable things, I am the Himalayas, Himalayas, right? Of all trees, I am the Banyan tree. And of the sages among the demigods, I am Narada. See, it's similar to the other one. Of the Gandharvas, I am Chitarata. And among perfected beings, I am the sage. Kapila. Kapila Dave, right? 
of horses, no me to be? Uchchai Shrava. That's quite a mouthful. Produced during the churning of the ocean for nectar. Of lordly elephants, I am Aravata, Indra's. Isn't it Indra's elephant? Yes. And among men, I am the monarch. Hey, you wouldn't know it today, though. Yeah. you. Of weapons, I am the Thunderbolt. Wow. Did you ever get... Well, of course, if you got hit by a thunderbolt, you wouldn't be here. <laughs> but did you ever... Were you ever near a thunderbolt getting... Yes. Wow. When I was at Nuvrindavan for that mantra retreat, I told you I discovered where I used to live. Right across the street from Sankirtan Prabhu. He was, li- he was living right across the street from where I used to live. But the place was torn down because... They thought they were going to have the entrance to the palace there, and then they changed their mind later. So there was a, uh, there was a plaque for the on this rock, and there was the well, just covered. We used to use it, you know. It's, we had no running water, and then there was there was a tree. <laughs> so one fine day, in the mountains of West Virginia, this must have been the summer of yeah, the summer of seventy one when I lived there. There was a fierce electrical storm. I mean fierce. And we were all just, you know, hanging on to our beads because, you know, there'd be lightning and then we'd get ready and you count for when you see how far away it is. And then, and then the thunderbolt comes. And then we were looking out the window and it hit right by the well and the tree right in between them. <laughs> and actually, I must have been outside. I don't know why. I, mean, I must have been a madman. When I was 25, I was a madman. <laughs> Youth is wasted on the young. So it hit. I mean, I was looking, and that, it, I saw the flash, and, it, and it, it created such a vibration. It just propelled me through the open window, because it was a hot, you know, sultry July thunderstorm. And I just, it just, it was shocking. I, and I went, boom, right through the window. It just The vibration propelled me through the window. Yeah, so of weapons, I am the thunderbolt. Um, where am I? Uh, among cows, I am the surabi. Right. That's how we say it in America. It says surabi here, but we, we have a hard time with Sanskrit. <laughs> of causes for procreation, I am Kandarpa, the god of love. We call him Cupid. And of, we- of serpents, I am because they use Vasuki to churn. Can you imagine? The ocean of milk. Of the many hooded Nagas, I am Ananta Shesh, Ananta. And among the aquatics, I am. The sharks. No? That's tricky. That's coming up. Among the aquatics, I am the demigod. Who's the Lord? Varuna. He's the Lord. He's the supervisor of the ocean. Of departed ancestors, I am. Aryama. And among the dispensers of law, I am. Yama. the Lord of death. He's the chief lawman. <coughs> Among the Daicha demons, I am Perlod. the devoted Perlad. Among subduers, I am time. time. What song does that remind you of? Krishna conscious song. <laughs> uh, I'm not forget the title. It was it was a it was a Mangalananda Jamadagni collaboration. Of subduers, he is time. He's the all-pervading truth, the form of eternal youth. 
And he's come to take you home. <laughs> There's more. There's a lot more. <laughs> and he's come to take you home. <laughs> you don't forget those songs. Uh, among beasts, I am the lion. lion. At first, uh, I think I told it before too, when they were morning walk in India, they were in a zoo. I don't know if it was India actually. I think it was India at this zoo in Calcutta. And so, uh, I, I think it was Guru Kripa Maharaj was taunting the lion. Guru Kripa is also Leo, heavy Leo. <laughs> so he was taunting the lion and Prabhupada stopped him. Do not taunt him. After all, he is a lion. Even locked up, he, he was, Prabhupada was honoring the, the vibhuti, the manifestation of Krishna as the lion. Among beasts, I am the lion. And among birds, I am Garuda. It's a bird carrier, Vishnu. Uh, how are we doing here? Ooh. Um, all right, I better stop this. Okay, so... Hmm. Okay, well, let's do the last. So what is 41? What does Krishna say after all these? Yad yad vibhuti. There's the word. Opulence of Krishna. Yad yad vibhuti matsadvam Shri marujatam evava Tattareva vagatshatvam Mabatejo amsha sambhavam Teja amsha Know that all opulent, beautiful and glorious creations spring from but a spark of my splendor. And then Prabhupada very briefly says, Any glorious or beautiful existence should be understood to be but a fragmental manifestation of Krishna's opulence whether it be in the spiritual or material world. Anything extraordinary opulent should be considered to represent Krishna's opulence. So, um, I just want to return to today's purport um, because Prabhupada says one thing at the end when he's saying about the avatar. He says, when he, when he capital H, descends, he is called an avatar because avatar means one who descends. Now, Prabhupada indirectly is, is referring to Shaktavesh along with Krishna because he ends the purport by saying, neither the Lord himself nor his specific devotees come to this earth, who come to this earth are ordinary living entities like us. So now naturally we think of Prabhupada, our founder Acharya, our, our own Shaktavesh avatar because he completely fits the description in CC of what a Shaktyavesh avatar is. But, uh, so we, there's two words in Bengali. Anu Koran, Anu Sharan. One means uh, we should always take shelter, and one means we should never imitate. Anu Koran is the shelter giver. Is that uh, Sanskrit words? Yeah, Anu yeah, Karana, if you want to say it in Sanskrit. So Anu Karana is to imitate, Anu Sharana is the shelter. Krishna, he's the shelter. So Prabhupada makes that very clear on certain recordings that we should follow, we shouldn't imitate. So Prabhupada did so many amazing things, superhuman things, because he was so connected to Krishna. Krishna empowered him to do those things. So it's, it's tricky because Prabhupada would even say to us, you, should, you, know, you shouldn't try to imitate uh, the spiritual master, you should follow him. But if we're always in the mood of 
we can't do what Prabhupada did, then we might also be selling ourselves short or depriving ourselves of his empowerment. You see the razor's edge there. So, um, very briefly, because we're going to do, we're going to reconvene in two hours at 11. Who can think of an example from Prabhupada's own Leela pastimes that we can, uh, we can follow, but we shouldn't imitate? We should follow. We should follow, but we shouldn't imitate. So what is something Prabhupada did, for example, that we can't imitate what Prabhupada did because of his level of empowerment was just, you know, way beyond us. But we should follow. Can anybody think of an example? Well, just once in a while, he'd pop in the kitchen and he'd like throw something in his <laughs> Well, that was pretty rare. Yeah, yeah. No, that was very, very rare. I only that heard of it once. But... right now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So, so, okay, that we can't imitate that, but how sh- what should we follow in that pastime? Well, always offer everything to Krishna. Yeah, we'll always offer. Okay, yes. Um, that how he adjusted the number of rounds that we chant. Mm-hmm. He went from, what, 64 to 32 to 25 in that, the day, the day before the first initiation. And I told you how Brahmananda said to him later, well, why did you do that? This is like three years later. You, you remember that? Uh, Prabhupada, they were calling him Prabhupada by 1690. You remember when you were talking about the rounds? And, why did you start with 64 and end up with 16? And what did I say Prabhupada said? Oh, I just wanted to see what you people could do. I was experimenting. So there's one. Prabhupada would experiment. But, yeah, but... Are we authorized to adjust the rounds? No. <laughs> no, of course not. <laughs> but some people do that. You know, in the name of time, place, and circumstance, they're invoking improperly that uh, that phrase of Prabhupada's Desha Kala Patra. Okay, yeah, we can. Uh, so that's that's a fine line because we do have to preach according to time, place, and circumstance. But there's some things that are not adjustable. There are some things that are, that are details that, um, that you just... And at, at the same time, they're principles. You know, 16 rounds is a detail, because Prabhupada was experimenting. But uh, we, can't, we can't imitate that. And in the name of time, place, and circumstance, compromise what Prabhupada set as a, as a principle. He said, of all the principles... Uh, that I've given you all the instructions. Chanting 16 rounds is first and foremost because by getting a taste for that instruction, we're able to follow all the other instructions. It's only by getting a higher taste that we can give up the lower stuff. Okay, uh, we got one minute. Yes. In the beginning you said, and I've heard it before, Mother Earth is the wife of Lord Baraha. Yeah. yeah. Can you go in? I, how is that? Well, it's it says it a few verses back. But well, doesn't say how. <laughs> okay. Let's see how we. Uh, let me see. Let's first. I got to read it again. And well, see. Gave, because what was it? Balma is the son. Narka. Narka. 
Yeah, Bo Masur. Son of yeah. the earth, Same. and he is the father. Okay, where is that? I couldn't find that. That's, okay, so I, it's in... <laughs> Isn't it in this chapter? Well, the verse is... She touched her with the tusk. She became pregnant when the tusk... Yeah, but... All right, it is, but there's more information... Wait, wait, wait. wait. Where is that written? Okay, let's... Let me hear. Uh, yeah, I guess it was before. I know, but you want to hear? Was it written by someone? Yeah, no, 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 no. Huh? Is it written? Okay, please. It's you just got to go a few verses back, but I'm. Let's see. I'm just. It is written. I just want to. No, no, that's very good. That's a good practice. That's best practices of research. No, the problem is people say many things in class, myself right, right. included. Right. That, you know. Okay, here it is. It's in text 42. Okay, please. You want to, oh, you want to read it? You want I to want hear to hear it? it. Okay. So, okay. It, well, the verse says, Oh Lord, this is the sages continuing to glorify in text 35 to 45, so this is 42. Oh Lord, for the residential purposes of all inhabitants, both moving and non-moving, this earth is your wife. Okay. And you are the Supreme Father. We offer our respectful obeisances unto you, along with Mother Earth, in whom you have invested your own potency, just as an expert sacrificer puts fire in the irony wood. Yeah, I gave this class. And then Prabhupada talks about the law of gravitation, and then he says, This potency is invested by the Lord in the way that an ex okay, let me just get to the cut to the chase here. Uh the conditioned souls who are residents of the material world are put in the womb of Mother Earth in the same way the seed of a child is put by the father in the womb of the mother. This conception of the Lord and the, fa as the, fa uh, and the Earth as father and mother is explained in Gita 14.4. You know, seed given father of Earth. 14.4. 14.4. Let's see. No, that's the one previous. I think that's 14.3. Yeah. Okay. Uh, conditioned souls are devoted to the motherland in which they take their birth, but they do not know their father. The mother is not independent in producing children, which is what the scientists say. We come from, uh, you know, inert matter, like earth. But it has to be earth or anything has to be invested with the potency ultimately of Krishna, reflected in you know the male injecting uh, the seed into the mother. Uh, let's see. Srimad Bhagavatam teaches us to offer obeisances unto the mother along with the father, the Supreme Lord, because it is the father only who impregnates the mother. This is capital F here. With all energies, yes, for the sustenance and maintenance of all living beings, both moving and non-moving. So, sarva kama dugama hi, the source, the earth is the this reservoir of all necessities of life. But without the touch of Krishna entering into every atom, uh, every universe, every planet, every atom, earth can't do anything. So, so forty-two. But I thought there was a verse where it said he impregnated by... Yeah, that's what I brought up from Chaitanya Bhagavat. Yeah, oh. Chaitanya Bhagavat. Yeah, which I got. Aha! That's Chaitanya Bhagavat. Yeah, and this is and I got that reference from Bori Prabhu in his study guide 
in a footnote at the bottom of the page, and that was the whole gem of the whole class. Uh, Mahaprabhu in the mood of Varaha, and then yeah, other other things in Pradhamadas time. The whole pastime with uh, Lord Chaitanya assuming Varaha. Yeah, with Marari Gupta. Marari Gupta. Right. And that was in there too. And then Vrindavanda's Thakur, commenting about uh, yeah, Varaha. And uh, uh, what was it? Anyway, I'm forgetting. Because I don't have it in front of me. <laughs> Touching with the tusk. Touching with the tusk, yes. And then that he impregnated, yeah, Lord Varaha uh, impregnated Mother Earth just by the touch of the tusks. Okay, that's and that's in the Chaitanya Bhagavad Yep, I can show you. I have the room if you want to see. Okay. Wait, 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 wait slow down. So what is this Bori John? Where, where, you know his study guide, Unveiling okay. His Lotus Feet? His, okay. First four cantos. So, yeah, in, the, in his... Uh, in his... Uh, comments, based on Vishwanath and others, Baladeva, he had this reference to the Chaitanya Bhagavad that he got from the previous Acharyas. And sure enough, I look, I have the Chaitanya Bhagavad. I looked it up, and there it was. So it was really sweet to see Thanks. that. Thanks. Yeah. But if you, want, if you want to read it, it's really sweet. Sweeter. Yes, Prabhu. Here, the water is just placed it afloat on the water. Yes. I know. I couldn't sort that out. <laughs> You know, first we hear that it's fallen on the Garbadak Sea, and then it's on the water, and then it's out of the water. <laughs> My Lord is back now. Uh, Krishna can do anything. He can, he can be underwater, on the water, out of the water. <laughs> because in different verses you hear that it's, well, it's just, it's a very, uh, it's an ongoing pastime. So, and, and we hear that you shouldn't try to understand these things sequentially, uh, the Bhagavatam, these verses. So, uh, it's just Maitreya in his ecstasy. He's describing <laughs> what's going on, but maybe it's not necessarily sequential, like like uh, frames in a movie, you know. <laughs> okay, we better get going. Yeah. To recon- we'll reconvene at eleven a.m. Shri Prabhupada, Jai. Right.